0: We'd like to thank Montecito Bank and Trust for their generous support in making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. Hi, Patty. Well, today I want to talk again about how you can protect yourself from contractor fraud. Yes, and getting involved with the wrong person can be a complete nightmare. That's right. And I've had a couple of reports lately about folks being caught up in that nightmare. I got a phone call from a woman who lives out of state, but her elderly parents live here in town. Her parents received a phone call from someone offering to clean out the heating ducts in their home for the very low price of $40. Now, this sounded pretty good to this couple, so they agreed over the phone. And how did they possibly know that their ducks even needed cleaning? Well, there are definitely problems. All she knew was that the duck cleaners were coming to her parents' home to do this supposed work. It's, it's really very suspicious when someone calls out of the blue and offers to do work on your home. And often... After these people get to your house, they'll tell you the job requires more time and more materials than expected, and so, of course, the price goes up. And I'm guessing best advice is to avoid these calls. No matter how persuasive the salesman is over the phone, just say no, and if they keep talking, hang up. That's right. Without references that you have personally checked, you have no idea who you are letting into your home. It could be dangerous. And it's always a good idea to go local. So there are two other instances I've become aware of that involve unlicensed contractors. One case involved replacing a roof and the other case involved remodeling a bathroom. And it's interesting that both homeowners had the same experience. They both hired repairmen who were unlicensed but that had been recommended by an acquaintance. In both cases, the work was shoddy and incomplete, and when the homeowners asked these repairmen to come back and fix things, they either didn't respond or made all kinds of excuses why they couldn't come. Had these homeowners paid the contractors? Unfortunately, yes. They paid before the work was successfully completed. So, of course, the repairman had no incentive to come back and make good on the work. So, in the case of the bathroom remodel, the homeowner had to hire someone else to come in, tear out the shoddy work, and complete the job properly. Vicki, what tips do you have Avoid contractors who are working door-to-door, who come from out of state, who don't provide an address or phone number, or refuse to show ID. Would it be wise to ask to see a contractor's license? Yes. A licensed contractor will offer his card with his license number on it. You can go to the website for the contractor's state licensing board, type in the license number or the contractor's name, and get this very important information. Is it a good idea to get references? Absolutely. Ask for references and then follow up and call those references before you hire the contractor. And if possible, visit the site to see how that work was done. You should definitely get a written contract that contains clearly spelled out payment terms and sets out exactly what work the contractor is going to do don't pay in advance. The contractor can legitimately ask for $500 or 10% of the total price, whichever is less, he can ask for this up front, but no more. Never pay with cash because you want to keep a record. Don't give the contractor your credit card or debit card information. And if you need to borrow money for the job, don't let the contractor steer you to a particular lender. Go out and find your own lender. And finally, do not make that final payment until you are satisfied with the job, all the debris is removed from your property, and any necessary building inspections have been completed. An elderly woman hired a couple of door-to-door workmen to do some projects in her yard. They worked for part of the day, didn't complete the projects, and then demanded payment. They became very aggressive with her and they forced her to go with them to her bank and then stood with her while she withdrew the money. Oh my gosh, that is so frightening. She was too afraid of them to not go to the bank, but when she was at the cashier's window, she could have asked to speak to the manager. The manager would have called the police for her, and being in a public place with video cameras and witnesses would have reduced the risk to her. Thank you, Vicki, and if people are worried that they've been scammed... Here's my number. It's area code 805-568-2442. Thank you, Vicki. Okay, Patty. Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.